Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I'm live from Pelham's Wasteland, and today I have got another episode for you guys, um, kind of a combination of things. I've got a call-in from Graham, first stage, um, nice guy, we've interacted a little bit on Discord, and he has a podcast too, um, the the first stage podcast, and um, yeah, really, really good dude, and uh, has called in, and so I'm going to respond to him. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit, my kind of usual beginning of the week talk about the, the games of the weekend. Um, just, you know, go over a little bit of what I made and what I didn't and what uh, was fun and all of that sort of stuff. And then, um, I don't know, I think I'm going to do another kind of, I'm enjoying uh, doing a sort of blend of sort of more planned out episodes especially with things like overviews and stuff and then also using this sort of more like it's it's kind of original um intent which was to have basically a place to to ramble about stuff that i'm interested in um and it's been been fun to to ramble a little bit and all that sort of stuff so i'll probably do a segment of just kind of rambly what's going on what I'm thinking about, all of that sort of stuff, uh, a diary post episode, essentially. Um, so yeah, that is what we have on deck today. Let's get into it. Hey, Arlen, it's Graham. Thanks for your podcast. And um, basically dialing in, I guess, just to say hi. And I agree with you about rolling dice when it matters. And I guess if you're trying to apply that principle to, I want to say, OSR games, maybe, or at least games that are playing D&D in the style of the 1970s, uh, I suppose the, the question might be, whereas the GM might care, you know, and wants to talk it out, do the rules care? And I suggest that maybe they just don't on the whole, that actually that's just not an important part of... Uh, of the games uh, in in that uh, particular uh, time and genre, I guess. So it it doesn't really work for those games. So you you kind of you've kind of got to talk it out because there's no mechanical support for it. Just an observation. Hi, it's Graham again, and I guess as a as a follow up, uh, yeah, I I suppose I'm looking for games that do support the talky-talky bits, with some actual mechanical backing. And there are plenty of games out there, obviously, that do it. I suppose I don't need very much. You know, it doesn't have to be a very deep and in-depth system. You can have social combat rules. They're kind of fine, and they can provide some mechanics around the talking. Nobody wants to stop the talking, because that's really what we're about. But I, I do like some mechanical support for that to make the game a part of the talking as much as other if you like more classic adventuring activities um you know just just a few skills maybe i don't know something anyway yeah cheers thanks all right so uh you guys heard from graham there uh yeah i think i think there's a good a good uh point there about um what the game's rules are concerned with. And I, I definitely think there's an element of if what the game is about is 
going to the dungeon, killing monsters, finding treasure, taking the treasure back to town, and therefore, you know, getting experience and leveling up so you can do more of the same. There's a, a sort of question of, well, why do we need um, talky-talky rules? Talky, you know, talking isn't isn't a part of that loop. Um, and I think that's a, a, a good point to made in there. Um, I don't know... I guess I would have to talk with some of the guys that played in that way way back when um, to kind of find out how much that was really how they played. Um, my understanding is that there was a lot of that, but that also even from early on, there were people who were trying to kind of test the boundaries of that sort of play loop um, even even from pretty early on. Um so, yeah, take that uh, for what it's worth. In terms of having games that uh, actually support that sort of thing, um, the, the role for talk thing, um, yeah, I, I think it, it is an interesting balance, partly because it is so convenient to sort of just talk it out. It, you can sort of see why that solution feels really easy and and smooth in in play and all that sort of stuff um and you can see why there are definitely groups who feel like for instance having role to talk elements uh interrupts the the gameplay rather than being a part of the gameplay um i'm i'm definitely not one of those people um but i think you can you can sort of see why um but yeah, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to think more about the the subject to kind of define exactly where my personal sensibilities lie. I really like the idea of um, kind of serious talky talky as a um, gameplay mechanic. Um, I think it often works well with a slightly different style. So for instance, when, when I run the one ring, one of the things that I sometimes do is have the players roll their dice for their talky talky skill first and then talk. And the idea is that the role-playing challenge there is not to say what is kind of most effective to convince the, the person that you're talking to, but rather to speak or to interpret the role in such a way that your words reflect the role, very much kind of like playing solo or playing in a in a kind of interpretive creative writing mode, where our our goal is not necessarily a um, kind of like tactical success one. On in that moment, it is more about kind of interpreting the die rolls to understand what they say is happening in the fiction. Um, and I think that is actually a lot of fun. It's it's a very different way of approaching those types of scenes, but it it's, in my opinion, a, a really fun um, kind of twist on the sort of normal way that people play. Um, so yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm going to think about all of that more. Um, thank you so much for calling in, Graham. It's always great to hear from callers. Um, from from all of the people who listen it's great to hear from you guys and um in all likelihood this topic is not not totally done with or anything like that 
and I will talk to you soon. I think I've got one of your episodes queued up on my my playlist of podcasts, Graham. So I'm gonna have to listen to that and uh, probably call in, return the favor, and call in on your episodes. So, yeah, um, I guess we're gonna go to sort of. A bit of a ramble, a bit of a diary post, a bit about kind of what's going on with me. So what is going on with me? Well, first off, I wanted to say a huge thanks to everybody who is listening, has been listening, all of that sort of stuff, because Live from Pelham's Wasteland has surpassed 3,000 listens and, in fact, has... uh, very nearly hit 3,100. We're at like 30, um, 3,096 right now, I think. Um, so a ton of people have listened to a whole lot of me droning on, sitting at my computer and talking to myself. Excuse me. And um, yeah, pretty, pretty awesome just how much people have... Uh, listened and called in and all that sort of stuff the the community around this podcast has really um become something very special to me and i really like that and it is great to hear from all of you guys and it's great to know that you're out there listening makes it feel a lot less like just me talking to myself at my computer and a lot more like kind of trying to construct a dialogue that um, this podcast is is going for. So I think that is um, really cool. Um, also, I will just mention the YouTube channel is, is doing well. Similarly, we're at 58 subscribers right now, which is uh, not bad at all, not bad at all. Um, getting pretty good views in terms of that number of subscribers. Um, you know, people, it's neat to see that there are people checking out the, the YouTube channel. Um, neither the YouTube channel nor the podcast are going away. They're not going to be, uh, neither of them are going to be replaced by the other one by any means. And I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to um, effectively differentiate them on some level so that the, the, the YouTube channel is its own thing and the podcast is its own thing. And both of them have their sort of place within the kind of greater live from Pelham's wasteland experience for lack of a better term that that sounds pretty ridiculous, but, um, yeah, that's sort of the idea is that I, I want um, each of them to have their own kind of place and have a, a community that is built on um, both of them and, and you know, have people listening to the podcast as well as hopefully people watching the YouTube channel. Not necessarily people doing both, but um, if you're interested in the YouTube channel, you should check it out because there's some cool stuff on there. Um, I'm not going to put more solo play stuff on the podcast for right now. Um, I think what I've decided is that it does much better on the YouTube channel and it sort of scares people off on the podcast. And um, yeah, I, I think that goes into this idea of, of differentiating the two, that the YouTube channel is the place where the live uh, from Pelham's Wasteland solo play stuff 
happens versus the podcast is where it's more kind of me talking about stuff. So I'm probably going to talk about the solo play stuff a little bit, um, but it's not it's not the actual play stuff is not going to go up on here. Um, I guess if people are really interested, I could create a uh, another anchor cast that is just solo play stuff, but it wouldn't get updated nearly as often as this does. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not entirely sure about doing that, um, but I'm going to think about that as a, as an option as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I just wanted to say a huge thanks to everybody who has listened, who has called in, who has been a part of making Live from Pelham's Wasteland happen. Um, it's it's really great to have you guys along for the ride with me. And um, I hope you continue to uh, stick around and keep listening and keep uh, engaging and all that sort of stuff. So, what else? Um, gaming this weekend, um, let's see, I missed, so on Thursday we missed the, uh, Adventures in Middle-Earth game on Friday, I missed, uh, Night Below, on Saturday I did make Astonishing Swordsman Sorcerers of Hyperborea, which was a ton of fun, um, particularly because of the, the group, I think more, more than anything else that that group is just a really good group of guys who I really like and, um, have a lot of fun playing games with. And, um, yeah, it's a really good, uh, good crew. Um, among other things, Astonishing Swordsman Source of Hyperborea is a great game. Obviously Kevin is a, a great GM. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's a good a good crew. And then on Sunday, I missed uh, Legacy of the Crystal Shard um, as kind of usual Sundays. Sundays are kind of hard for me. Um, for those of you who don't know, I um, take a whole cocktail of um, medicines prescribed to me. I don't I don't take drugs that aren't prescribed to me, but I do have a number of things prescribed to me. And one of those things is um, Adderall, which helps me kind of stay focused and stay awake and all that sort of stuff. And um, on Sundays, I don't take it because my, my um, psychiatrist or I think psychiatrist is the right term. Anyway, she, she basically said, you know, try to, to, you know, at least avoid taking it once a week to try to slow down building up a, a dependency on it or anything like that. That'll help. Um, and so it means that I am less less alert, less effective, and often all I want to do is sleep in and not do very much on Sundays. So um, me making games on Sundays is a little hard. Um, but it does it does happen sometimes. And I think I'm I'm getting a little healthier in terms of that sort of stuff with regard to my kind of health project. Um, I was out of, out of it for a while. Didn't really go walking at all. Didn't really lift weights at all. Any of that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm sort of starting it up again. I feel like it's, it's sort of, um, it's one of those things that, you know, you just got to, power through and make sure you do it every day. And if you get, you know, you miss one day, we'll do it the next day, that sort of thing. Um, but I did, I have been walking pretty much every day 
and um, doing a little bit of other exercise stuff. And I'm trying to sort of build that back into the schedule, build it back into my plans so that I can continue. And I think that is helping with my, um, my energy levels, my kind of um, general helps me sleep better, get, get better sleep. So I have more energy during the day so that I can kind of do all the stuff more effectively. Um, and that it's a, it's a virtuous cycle, right? That it, it helps me do better and doing better helps me do it more. And therefore it, uh, has that kind of virtuous cycle quality. So yeah, that's been, you know, like I said, I was sort of not doing it nearly as much for a while going for like, you know, one or two walks a week instead of, you know, one or two a day. Um, but I am, I am trying, I'm working hard at getting back into it and therefore, um, at, uh, succeeding at, um, all those things. So, and, and, at getting better and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, well, no, I'm not entirely sure what else to tell you guys about, um, my uh, writing project, my copy out or type out um, on the Marble Cliffs is going pretty well. I'm on page 12 of 120, so 10% over a couple of days. So hopefully I'll, I'm trying to, to do it for a little longer each day as I'm sort of building up uh, stamina for that project so that hopefully it won't take, you know, like four months or something like that. Um, but I think, you know, if I can get it done within a month, basically, that would be a pretty good, um, pretty good, uh, project in terms of my, um, my working on writing stuff. So that's been, that's been good. I haven't written anything kind of, uh, of my own creation recently. Um, but I've been thinking a little bit about doing some of that, not very much on any given day, but you know, if you do it every day, it'll, it'll grow. So, um, that, you know, that's sort of a possibility right now. I'm not entirely sure about that. And then I've been reading some, uh, regular books more than PDFs, um, this weekend. Um, uh, I'm almost done with my my big long English Renaissance poetry collection, um, and then I've got a couple other. I've been reading Robin Law's "Beating the Story," which is a um, a book about. So I don't know if you remember, I reviewed or over, reviewed a book called Hamlet's Hit Points um, a while ago. And Hamlet's hit points is sort of uh, the the theory and practice as regard to role playing games, and this is more the theory as theory with regard to kind of storytelling in general. Um, but it's pretty interesting. I might, if I finish it pretty soon, I might do a sort of review of it and Hamlet's hit points together because I feel like they're complementary and that they're uh, both really good. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 going and doing all this stuff and uh, making podcast episodes and YouTube videos and putting material out there for people to to listen to or watch or stuff, which is 
really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Things are things are going pretty well, honestly, which is really nice. Um, it's a a nice change of pace from how uh, things have definitely gone before. Um, not any kind of specific before time, but just in general, you know, the, the, the idea of, um, kind of the, the process working for me is, uh, really nice. It's, uh, it's a really positive thing, I think. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else to talk about. I think what I'm going to do is pause the recording here and then I will either um, have that be the whole episode or I may come back to talk about something else. We shall see. I guess you will know right away, depending on if there's much more of this podcast left on your podcast listener or not. Um, But yeah, that is going to be that. So thank you so much for listening. Um, And I guess I will see you in just a moment. So yeah, um, I guess that's that. Not really anything else to add. Um, yeah, things are things are going pretty well, and uh, I guess I'm I'm gonna do. I've got an overview that is gonna come out tomorrow on the podcast, and I've got some other ideas planned. So got some, some more stuff for you guys, but, uh, I guess that is it for this episode. So thank you so much for listening. I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.